Welcome to the Christian Foundry Podcast, where iron sharpens iron for the glory of God, the exaltation of Christ, and the edification of the saints. That's how you do it right there. That's how you do it. Is that how you do it? That's great. That's how you do it. Well, we want to win. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Two. One. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Christian Foundry Podcast, where we go wild and laugh and have fun. Today, uh, we will be talking about a very uh, difficult topic, uh, the topic of abortion and uh, what that looks like through the uh, lens of Scripture and some things that we can do uh, practically to combat abortion uh, as we believe uh, that it's murder. Um, So it's just uh, fitting to start uh, in Genesis uh, chapter 1, uh, verse 27, says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So, <clears throat> you know, abortion is just, well, I mean, to be frank, it's it's just the murder of, of babies that are created in the image of God. Yeah. I think uh, <clears throat> my... my to spend a minute here just to talk about what kind of precipitated this this discussion between us. Yeah, and, uh, and it's a video that that came out, and I think we may have spoken even a little bit about it before. But uh, an absolutely sickening uh, video that that was at one of these uh, abortion clinics, and uh, there was a group there that was uh, ministering and and trying to uh, to keep women from going in the place, trying to mm-hmm. stop them. And, uh, you know, giving them options, giving them help, uh, just to, to help them, uh, see that, that this is wrong. And, uh, un- unfortunately, um, or fortunately, I don't, I don't really know how to look at that, but, um, a medical truck, uh, this medical disposal truck pulled up and, uh, and these people went to talk to the, the guy driving the truck and like, you know what you're taking out here. You know what this is in this in this box that you're removing? That's that's aborted babies, um, which it appeared that he he didn't really. Yeah, the guy had no idea he, he what he was know. carrying. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you think you know, just a guy driving a truck doing a job, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and there's tons of medical waste out there that's not mm-hmm. uh, sure. You know, abortion related, and so he he probably had no idea. Um, he may have had some idea that that somewhere you know that was going on but maybe i think the thing I the know. name of the place was a surgical center so it didn't even it wasn't even a planned parenthood or yeah any any name that would have that would make anybody think it was an abortion yeah, it's not, so, not something that would immediately click right. oh this is yeah this is what this is but uh man in that box was what was you, you know like 115, was 115 i'll be honest I, babies i struggled to watch yeah bits and pieces yeah, i didn't yeah. watch the whole thing i couldn't um because a hundred and which I'm sorry, hundred hundred and fifteen, yeah, uh, aborted babies were in this box. Um, most most was the first trimester. There were some second trimester babies, and then there were four to five third to late trimester or third to late third trimester babies in there. One of which an OBGYN calculated to be around thirty four weeks old. Yeah. 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 So. And didn't they say in that in the video? Didn't they say that this OBGYN? They said that most of the or a lot of the f- babies that were well along the way um, in um, 
Third trimester? Yeah, third trimester. And my brain's not wanting to work this morning. Yeah, they could have uh-huh. survived. Yeah, yeah they, they could have survived like, like outside of the womb. <clears throat> like in terms of the, the case where they'd be like, well, viability. Well, these babies were fully viable and yeah. by their definition. The, well, guy, the guy that was speaking said that they could survive with little to, to no know. medical yeah. help. And, it, yeah. it, it, they would have just been. It was just taking time. In the NICU. And yeah. this is not any random guy. This is a medical professional that worked in the NICU. Mm-hmm. Um, for years, so and if you've ever been to to a NICU, I mean, you can, you've seen the the miracles that go on in these places. I have literally uh, a friend of mine, um, you know, had a, a daughter born uh, very early, and you know this this girl was palm sized, like you know, mm-hmm. and she is fine. She mm-hmm. you know, and she's she's fully grown and a beautiful, you know, happy girl. And some of the, what they were showing were more developed than she was when she was born. And it's absolutely just sick. Wow. Um, I get emotional just talking about it. It's, yeah. it was awful to see. But so that, that brought us to this, this conversation of what, what do we do? What can we do? And we'll talk about some things here uh, later that we can do. Some actual practical things that we can do, um, in this, to get in this fight. Um, but we've got to have a why. We've got to have a reason, and then that can come straight from from scripture, yeah. um, because we do see this as murder, and you know, I mean, it's very at the very simplest, um, "Thou shall not murder." Right. Period. Mm-hmm. Exodus twenty thirteen. You know, I think we should make it clear if we haven't already that everyone at this table believes that abortion is murder. Absolutely. Yes. Whether it's first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, it's murder. Yeah. Um, if the moment baby is conceived, if it is aborted in any process dur- or any time during that period, abortion ended. Nope. That's yeah. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> it, it's interesting too. Is you have the my body, my choice people. Your choice was before the baby was conceived, and it's yeah. not your body. I didn't it's mean not, to jump in there, man. And it's not uh, your body anymore. You're right. It's a no whole longer, different body. It's, it's, there's two bodies involved. But most states. If you kill a pregnant woman, yes, yes, whether she's in the first trimester or third, double homicide. It's a double homicide. Yep. We will, we will recognize that when it's convenient. When it's convenient. When it, when it feels good. To exactly. Yep. And I and I think that most of the people that are in the my body my choice movement would say, well, this man killed my daughter who was pregnant. He should be charged twice. Right? They want it then. Mm-hmm. They want to yep. recognize the baby sure. as a as they, a person. They then. want it when it's convenient to them. And very, very much a double standard. Yeah. Abortion mostly is about convenience for a woman. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I have a lot of friends in this area that are actually sidewalk people, counselors. They're, man, they're pushing the gospel forward out there. They're saving babies. Well, God is through them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the people that go in and take their baby's life are people that says, well, I, I don't even have a car right now. I don't have a job right now. I'm I'm broke. I don't want to raise my baby in a in a world like this. I, I, for them not to have anything because I didn't have anything growing up, and I don't, and that's not a reason to kill a yeah. preborn baby. That's yeah. right. Then lay aside worldly pleasure and don't participate in the acts that would create a baby. That's one. Re- that's one thing exactly. Where yeah. where is all this thought process when you are? out partying or, or with your boyfriend or whatever the case may be, where is that thought process? You know, if I do this act, it could lead to pregnancy, and I'm going to have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. 
really there's no decision to be made. The decision is to be made before there's a baby conceived. Yeah. yeah. And not to mention the amount of trauma bodily that abor- that an abortion takes on the human body. Like when you when you abort a child, there's trauma that happens physically, but more importantly, there's trauma that happens psychologically. Yeah. There are a lot of women who in the moment of the abortion when they have it, it's they think, oh, this is what I need yeah, to do. There's and not, there's not, it and there's not a lot of trauma there at the time. Yeah. But as time goes on and you look back, the trauma begins to build. It's like, it's a, it's an anthill now, so to speak, but it will be a mountain before too much. Planned longer. Parenthood offers grief counseling. That's well and good, but. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, that's no, after. That's yeah. post abortion. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying is, is. So they, yeah, know. they are aware. We, we know that you're going to have this problem and after we will help you through it. Of, yeah. yeah. They know the effects of this, you know. Um, another thing I'll add, too, is I hear a lot of people say, well, what about in the scenario where a girl is raped? Or incest. Yeah. Yes, or incest. Those are the, uh, the, the safe, legal, are, and rare yeah, cases. And are always the, I mean, air quotes. Our, our hearts definitely go out to women who have experienced that. That's, mm-hmm. that's traumatic. Um, but still, why? Kill the baby for the crime of the father. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. The baby did absolutely nothing yeah. wrong. Well, yeah. th- this, this takes it back to a, a godly issue of who do you believe God to be? Sure. Yeah. Right. Well, why would you want to put this on a mother for nine months to carry a baby that when she was maybe raped by her father or her uncle or some, whack job off the street yeah right why would you want to put her through the the hell of reliving that rape well here's the issue with that and you said our hearts go out to people like that and i think that's where the church needs to come along and really walk with people in Mm -hmm. that in 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 all these scenarios right but it, it boils down to an issue of who do you believe god to be is he the sovereign ruler creator of this universe who is in control of every thing as rc sproul says there is no maverick molecule right he has everything under his hand everything is under his control did he did he decree that to happen i mean this is evil we know that god is not the author of evil no right but we know because of adam in the garden one man fell so sin and death spread to all men romans 5 tells us so This is evil related to the fall because we live in a sinful world because we had one man in the garden that couldn't obey one rule, mm-hmm. right? So this all spread to the, the totality of human nature, right? This evilness, this wickedness, this sinfulness. But God is still in control of every bit of that. Yeah. God still redeems that which has been flawed, and one day it will be redeemed in completion. So if somebody says, you know what? I've been raped by this person. I think a true believer would say God is sovereign. He knows what he's doing. This is a life created in what you just said, Genesis 127, created in his image. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I am not going to kill this baby that God has created or has allowed to be created, right? Uh, I I don't think that we can say that God is up there cheering on rape and incest and things like that because he's not. Those people will be judged and they will be judged accordingly, yeah. and it will be a, a harsh punishment. But on the flip side of that, this baby that is created in the image of God can still, I mean, who knows what God has in plan for this baby, 
to grow up and be, to do. Yeah. Uh, people talk about, well, maybe he's the next R.C. Sproul. He's not going to be R.C. Sproul or, or John MacArthur or Paul Washer, but he could be someone that takes the gospel to, to the nations. Sure. Yeah. Right? So we have to say, is God sovereign and in control, or are we going to be Romans 1 people and we're going to suppress the truth of who he is? Yeah. That's ultimately what, what happens in that moment. But, again, I want to go back to the church needs to do a better job of walking with these mothers. And, Joe, you said it already. That's a rare case yeah. where you're uh, raped or, or some form of incest and that person gets pregnant. Yeah, it's the one well, that gets pushed to the forefront uh, as, as the argument. But it, yeah, but it really is, numerically, it's it's a small percentage yeah. of, of the, abortions that happen are because of that. This That whole the um, incest and rape cases, the one two percent that it is that's the the whole leading charge for the abort for the pro-abortion or the pro-choice people because it's the idea of safe legal and rare that idea that was brought forth back in the early 2000s i think uh i don't remember which politician it was but they put it out there the safe legal and rare idea and then it got adopted by the pro-choice people and then now it's gone to the, it's gone so far as to post post-birth abortions where we have children who are delivered, I think it was a, a governor in West in Virginia, I believe, uh, in the middle of a radio show, he said that what they would do in these cases of post-birth abortions, they would deliver the baby, keep it comfortable in a state in a in a sedated state, to where it it kind of like it's not aware that it's been born yet, it's kind of still like in that I'm still in my mom's womb, I'm just chilling type of deal. Um, Keep it in today is that while the mother decides whether or not to keep the baby, and then they will post birth abortion. Yeah, that's murder. What, that's yeah. murder I, I in every sense of the word. It's murder. And what do they do? That. Does it starve to death? Or I don't know what they do. They didn't really explain that in the in the interview because that would have been. I think that would have probably gotten them in a bunch of FCC trouble. Right. If they would have gone to describing well, what I happens. Don't, uh, but I don't. I don't know to be completely honest. But that was the piece of legislation that was on his desk that or that was being worked through at the time i don't think it got passed though but that was something that was being talked through it's sad that we even got that piece of legislation on the desk yeah Yeah, absolutely that to to be a thing yeah well virginia is very left yeah uh, unfortunately and you know what that really goes with exodus 21 14 with the premeditation but if a man acts with premeditation against his neighbor to kill him by treachery you shall take him from my altar that he may die yeah. Premeditated murder. All of this That's, is premeditated. Yeah. First yeah. degree. It, yeah. 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 The thing is, their argument is really bad. Yes, it's very bad. Because, you know, the abortion pill they can give or whatever. Yeah, plan B. It, it, it basically poisons the baby and it starves it to death. Yeah. That's so sad. If it's not a person. How can it starve to death? Yes, and yeah. then what? Do you, and then what do you do after it's starved to death? You have to go into the mother and remove what's in there. Yeah, like the dead baby that's in there that you just killed and starved. But and like you said, if it if it's not a human, how can it starve? If it's just a clump of cells, how can it starve? If it's just if it's nothing, how can it starve? Because you just like it's because it's a person in every way, shape, and form. Yeah, I agree. We talked about being made in God's image, and I think that there is that these babies are created, and it's God's providence in creation for for us to have babies. One Psalm one thirty nine is is a really good one. 
that we can think about when we think of babies mm-hmm. and this being a God ordained thing it, that he creates male and female. Psalm 139, 13 through 16 say this for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. So here, in God's providence, he knits babies together. Mm -hmm. This clump of cells that the left wants to talk about is a baby that is being formed and knit together in God's providence in the womb of a mother and God has done this, and yet man chooses to kill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is, somebody said premeditated murder. Mm-hmm. Absolutely it, it is. is. You're it's taking what God has created that is good, and you're saying, you know what, God, you're not good enough. You don't know what I need. You don't know what I'm going through, which is really dangerous in itself mm-hmm. because God is God. He's all-knowing, right? So people just don't know who God is. And people don't know Christ. And I think that's why all of these people that are on these sidewalk ministries that I know, they are preaching the gospel, right? They're preaching the gospel in hopes of God, uh, the Holy Spirit, just kind of arresting them right where they're at and just making, uh, hopefully they'll think about the gospel and they'll hear that what they're doing is murder, that they're murdering a an unborn baby that is God's creation and God's design and, and and it just the gospel needs to be heavy on this yeah. because Romans one, like I said again, you've got wicked people suppressing the truth. That, let's be clear: that is the approach that works. That is the approach that we need to take is the is to push the gospel. Not um, unfortunately, you, you see this done wrong, right? Um, you know, standing on the sidewalk. Uh, calling that mother that's that's going to one of these clinics names and yelling and and ch- and whatever you know with signs. That's not f- effective. No. That's not what changes them. What changes them is the gospel. That's right. And and so you know we need we do need to be careful. Um, we need to get involved. We need to to act, and, but we need to do it in the right way. And and I think that's very very important that we understand that it's got to be gospel centered. Um, if it has any chance of really affecting people yeah. and affecting this world. Yeah. Um, a lot of people we've already mentioned um, inconvenience, right? And this is a, another reason why we need the gospel on these streets is because I believe, and I know you guys do too, that children are a gift from God. Absolutely. Psalm 127 uh, verse 3, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. We see this is a children are a gift, man. And we're destroying what God has given that is good. Mm-hmm. All perfect things, all good gifts come from the Father of Lights. The Father of Lights. There is no change or variation, James says. So these babies are a perfect gift from God. Now, I say perfect. Babies, as Bodie Balkum says, are vipers in a diaper. <laughs> they sometimes make you want to be like, hey, why did we ever have kids? But we have to remember uh, that they're a gift 
from God for us to steward well. Mm -hmm. And if we're running around killing what God has given as a good gift, we are really uh, just throwing the middle finger up to God, and mm -hmm. for lack of better words, yeah. and something that we would all understand here. Yeah. And I think Proverbs 6, 16 through 17 really lets you know how God feels about this. These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. Mm. I'm not yep. going to go through the rest of them. But. Which is not only doctors that do this, but the mothers that allow it. Make yeah. the decision. Yep. And let me go here. I think that blood is on the hands of the church. As well as legislature legislators by allowing this to continue to happen on our watch. Yeah. Especially when we can do something about it. We can. If yeah. if our hands were tied and we could absolutely do nothing to stop it. Yeah. That's different. But But even then we can. But even then if our hands are tied in the sense of like we can't like they we will be arrested. If we do that, we should still do it anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. In, in any way, shape, or form if our hands are tied like doing this legally speaking, it does not matter. Yeah. Then at that point, you are violating God's word, and we are told that we are, that that's something that's not allowable. Yeah. In law, that we can go and do things if it violates God's word. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have even brought that up because I mean, there, there's, there's no scenario where we can't no. do something to yeah. aid in the fight against yeah. to the be, murder of human being yeah to be true to god's word and what he's called us to do there is nothing that can that should be able to stand in a in a believer's way um from going to try and save a baby now i'm not saying go in and bust up a planned parenthood place I'm not saying don't don't do that go about it in a reasonable manner sure. go about it in a uh a self-controlled manner like i understand that this is a very and charged loving. and especially loving this is a very charged topic and this is like it brings out a lot of different emotions of different people from anger to especially righteous anger to sorrow uh, and heartbreak but this is something that we have to like when we meet these women and like when we encounter people like this we have to come out at a place of compassion um, because yes they are making a decision it's a very wrong decision but they are making it a horrible one and we have to show how much we love them and how much we care about them and their child or else they're never going to listen to us if we just come at them full throttle from the get go, like you can't abort that baby, you're sinning. If we do that, then that's the wrong approach. This is the that is wholly the wrong approach. We've got to not only talk the talk, but walk the walk. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You can talk all day, but it'll come out in your actions. Yeah. Uh, and that that comes back to what's in our hearts. Yeah. Do we really care so, for these unborn babies? So that yeah. leads us well to what can we do? Well, uh, you were just mentioning we everybody's kind of mentioned uh, the sidewalk ministry at a at a Planned Parenthood or a place that does abortions, and I'll just share my experience with that briefly. Uh, you guys have heard me talk often about a guy named Scott Horde in Nashville. Uh, this is what he does full time. He goes every single day to Planned Parenthood in Nashville, and he stands there and pleads for the unborn. And you talk about a man that does it right now i'm sure just like we all do there's probably been some mistakes that he's made and he he's a guy that would say hey i made a mistake one day and did this and said this shouldn't have but i'll tell you uh this is a dangerous thing to do yeah is to go stand because most of these planned parenthoods are not in the best part of town 
They're really not. And I think if you were to look back at history with Margaret Margaret Sanger, you would see why they're not in the best parts of town because she yeah. was a racist that wanted to eliminate the black population. If you want yeah. to get real with it, and uh, so the predominant um, race that goes into Planned Parenthood is African American. So these people are walking into a racist, racially charged environment. This is what it was built on: is racism, and yeah. they're murdering their babies. Yeah. Right. But anyway, I digress. I've watched Scott Horde do this and uh, even found myself engaging with a death squirt is what they're called. So essentially you'll have, you'll have days in, in all these places, which called a kill day where they're just lining them up one after another, man, they're getting them in and out, in and out, in and out. They're just killing babies. And you'll have other days where you may have one car come into the, into the clinic. Right. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure it, they do consulting things like that and then plan all of right the, all of the kill yeah it's so hard to even say this but you know plan all the kills to make it more convenient for yeah. them as doctors and yeah. nurses yep to and fit know. around the mother's schedule and i'm going to call them mothers because they are they're pregnant yeah. with god's gift to them and even after the abortion they're still a mother yeah yeah there's, that has killed their baby. Just a, they're just a mother to an aborted child. Yes. But they're not being held accountable by law, no. which I personally think they should be. Yes. Because if we believe it's murder, we have to believe that they should be held accountable for that. Um, but uh, so you have what's called you, you got those kill days and then you got days where people just come in and out or whatever. And then these death scorts will show up. They're basically escorts that take people from their cars inside because there are people out there trying to plead with them. These people don't even want people pleading with them not to kill their babies. And I, they, I don't even know if they're getting paid to do this or if they're just volunteers. But I remember a death court showed up when I was in Nashville with Scott Horde. She parked her car, had her little transgender flag uh, thing you put in the window for uh, sunshine not to get in, you know. Uh, and she got it. And this was an old lady too, man. And uh, I remember hearing Scott talk about her, and he he found he knew her name. He, he you know he tried to talk to her. He's found out some of her situation, and because people will talk if you give them the opportunity, yeah. you'll find out pieces about them. Um, so this woman, she'd open up her umbrella so we couldn't see the person walking in, and basically shield them from being having people plead with the mother to not abort her baby. So. You got people that stand on sidewalks, and you got to be very careful about uh, doing this because if you get on their property, well, one toe on their property, they can call the police, have you arrested or trespassed or yeah. whatever the case may be. So you have to stand on the sidewalks. You have to respect the, the boundaries. A lot of these places will put up fences so really high, and then they'll put something in front of it like a, a windscreen or something that you can't see through. So people have to bring step ladders to kind of talk over the fence so they can see people. I know some brothers in South Carolina where they continue to try to build a fence higher and higher, and they're buying ladders that are higher and higher, right, uh, just so they're pleading with people. But back to Nashville, you stand on there, and, and when they come out, and this is not for everybody, right? I don't think it – I mean, everybody should experience it. Everybody should do what they can. But I don't – I mean, it can be dangerous at times. Um, when I was there, he's like, listen, you got to watch this guy coming. He's, you know, he's – disturbed so don't turn your back when he comes down through here luckily he went across so we didn't have to engage him but there's things like that that happen and i'm not trying to deter anybody because 
I want you to know the truth because we are not called to a comfortable life as Christians, sitting no. on our couches, showing up to our wonderful right. worship centers on Sunday, looking our best, going home, and then getting back on our couches and in our jobs and not doing anything else. We're called as believers to experience and will be persecuted. So, uh, Although it could be dangerous at times, that doesn't disc- shouldn't discourage or, or remove the thought from us not to do this. But I was out there, witnessed this. Scott, man, him and a couple other guys, they were just, and, and ladies, they were pleading with mothers and pleading with fathers that were standing out in the, in the, uh, parking lot while their wives or girlfriends were inside. They try to stop the cars before they go in and uh, have them pull over. They try to stop them when they come out and talk with them and plead with them and very respectful. They're not yeah. hateful in any way. Now, they're vocal. You have to be loud so they can hear you and uh, things like that, but it's not disrespectful. It's not – I mean, it's truthful. Hey, you're, do you know you're going to murder your baby? Please don't go in there and murder your baby. God has given you this gift and yeah. the, the gospel, and just please don't go in there. We'll adopt your baby. We'll help you. We'll do all these things. And uh, I remember being able to just lay out Romans 1 for the death court when I was there, and she was like, my, 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 you know, just acting foolish. I'm talking, we're talking about an old lady doing this. Acting like a child. And then she got real still, and I mean, she then she put in head in her earplugs, but I just talked even louder, because, you know, even with earplugs in. You still hear. So they they need to hear the gospel. Yeah. Right? Even these death courts. So one of the ways that we can help is to find one. I know there's one in Memphis. There's a, a, a so there's not one here in Jonesboro, is there? No, I, didn't think I think so. there's one in we'll, Little Rock too. Yeah, we'll talk about that in just a minute. What we have here in Jonesboro for the ones yeah. locally listening, but um, there may be times where we need to load up and go to Memphis. There's a brother that drives two hours to get to Memphis twice a week. I think John David Lewis is his name. He stands to plead. Uh, he's seen women choose life. Uh, it's it's an awesome thing, and he's doing it essentially by himself there. Um, so we also have one in Little Rock that I'm aware of. I, I, I've never seen it or heard it, uh, uh, anything about it, but I know we do have one in Little Rock. So find a place, find a group of people, find somewhere and go engage. Maybe it's once a month. Maybe it's twice a month. Maybe it's every day. It's Scott Horde, like I said, does it every single day in Nashville. That's his full-time ministry job. Uh, he was called to it and he's doing it. And I think... Last I saw, there was 300 and roughly 90 rescued babies since he's been doing this. They're at one place. And I'll tell you guys, this is another place. This is going to lead into number two, uh, the second thing we can do. Um, but I've seen this man talk with mothers and say, my car got repossessed. It's, I owe $700 on it. He's like, well, let's go. I'll give you a ride to it right now. I'll pay to get it out. Or... I don't have food. Let's go to Kroger. I'm going to buy you $500 worth of groceries right now for yeah, you yeah. and your family. Yeah. Uh, I can't get, pay my you taken care of. I can't pay my light bill. Well, how much is it? $356. He said, "I got you. Let's go. I'll write a check right now." And yeah. he he won't give them the money. He'll go He'll pay go for, for everything. Yeah, yeah. For it. But yeah. what is the value of the life of a baby? Oh man, you oh, can't man. put one on. Yeah. There isn't one. Yeah, right. right. So I mean, you know. I, thousand dollars in bills is is nothing let's let's do yeah. it yeah no you know? yeah no matter how much people want to statistically or scientifically put a life to a human because there have been people who have done it i think a human i think is worth a hundred thousand dollars or something like that i think that's the the mouth that someone has put on at one point there is no value on human life um baby adult elderly 
yeah. toddler, doesn't matter. There is no value to human life. It is invaluable. Like there is, it is, yeah. I can't, yeah. I, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. So what do we do? We, one we of can the, help, we can help these people yeah. that are doing that work. Yeah, sure. So that they, leads they into the second thing. They need money to do that. Thing. If they're going right. to pay for bills, right. they and need the money to pay bills. Yeah. yeah. So that's the second thing that we can do as believers. Say, well, I, I work a full-time job. I, I've got all this stuff going on. I can't physically get to Memphis or Little Rock or anything like that to stand on the streets. What can I do otherwise? I know people are sending their money to ministries that are not even biblical. Yeah. Right? So what we can yeah. do is send money to scotthord.com right or you can end abortion now end abortion now.com uh john david lewis has just set up his ministry to be able to give to him over in memphis and i'm just speaking of us here locally sure yeah. um and what i want to do whenever we put this out i want to link to some guys on facebook that are doing yeah. this every day mm-hmm. man there's some brothers in south carolina Those oklahoma doing it and they're, doing it right they're doing, they're doing it, it right biblically. oklahoma's about to if the, there's a bill on the table in oklahoma if it passes and i hope it does or maybe it's already passed but if in oklahoma they're about to their job is about to get much easier and they need to start going other places because yeah. they're about to straight up outlaw abortion from top to bottom in oklahoma if it's not already passed like that's in a sil- the, in a silver lining right now. That's deal. yeah. In um, the silver lining for this episode, that's that's a silver lining, um, right there. Yeah, and we'll talk about that at the end as well. Okay, um, but I think you know this is also a good point to talk about pro life industry because Jeff Durbin really has a lot of issue with some of these things that call themselves pro life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A, a lot of the and, and I can't speak on it because I haven't done my research into that aspect of it but if anyone else here knows i think that would be a good topic to bring up right now that you shouldn't just send your money to something that calls itself a problem yeah you absolutely have to be careful you need to vet what you're giving your money to matter of fact you brought up jeff durbin um man i love that dude yeah uh that's that's where the video that we're talking that we were talking about earlier that's that's where it came from was his ministry i checked it's still up so we can link that in the in the notes i'll make sure to do that viewer discretion is advised that is a you should watch it yeah, yeah. He you just should. had a video come it's out horrible. two days ago where someone else is interviewing him, but he's talking about the pro-life executives that he has met and how their ways are not necessarily in the best interest. Oh, of. yeah. Well, and I'm, I don't know what it's about, I'm, so if someone I'm gonna, can explain it to me, I would love it. I'm going to say this about this video real quick and then toss it over to Steven. This video, viewer discretion is advised. We've said that there's a reason because there are some very disturbing images in this. The fact that it's still up on social media, especially on YouTube, is a blessing from God be so people can see this thing. This is the sovereignty of God at hand that this thing has not been taken down because people's yeah. videos have been taken down for far less. Oh yeah. For yeah. far less yeah. offensive and far less disturbing things. Yeah, Facebook flagged me the other day for making a joke about whooping my daughter's butt <laughs> because she went to horseback ride lessons and she watches this show on Netflix called Spirit. Yeah. And she's like a trick rider sometimes. So she was standing up doing this on the TV show. And my wife took a picture on of Caroline horse. doing this on the horse, standing up with her arms out. And I'm like, girl. And my mom was like, next thing you know, she'll be standing on it. And I'm like, I'll whoop her butt if she does that and put laughy faces. And Facebook was like, you violated our standards. So yeah. you're right. The fact that these images of these aborted babies are still on line is, is yeah. the providence and hand of God. Mm-hmm. Um, but you talk about these pro-life people and these pro-life advocates and these pro-life uh, industries, a lot of them will have very lenient views. Yes, we need to end abortion, but 
we need to think about the mother. We need to think about the family. We need to, and yes, we're saying those things too, right? Yeah. But they look at this thing called incrementalism where we'll, we'll, we'll make it, they can't do it after this date or baby, this, this stipulation steps, has to be met. Yeah. Baby okay. steps yeah. instead Towards of ending abortion. Yeah. yeah. Were you going to say something? No, no. Oh, um, instead of going out and saying what we've been saying, this is murder. Just, this just needs to stop from you the need to end it right end. now. The legislation needs to be put in place that this is going to, if you walk into a place or if anybody finds out you have murdered your own baby, right? Because a lot of people fear that they're going to be back alley abortions and, yeah. and, uh, people trying to do things on their own to try to get rid of this baby. Well, that, that may be true, but, um, the, the, the number of that is going to be just absolutely yeah. minuscule compared to what's happening right now. Yeah. With, with I mean, it's a mass like, holocaust yeah, right 60, now. I mean, it's 60 crazy. Million. I think is the number that last that I saw per year, per year maybe. That's what I was wondering. You guys got the laptops there. One of you be our research coordinator. But that's you you probably should do it because I I don't want to hear the sound. I did disable the (laughs) spacebar thing. Hold on. Let me let me go top. You can do that while we're talking. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to know if we could even get a real number of what uh, what the number is right now. But but so yeah, this incremental. You know, oh, we'll do a little bit. We'll do a little bit. Well, okay, I'm for any legislation that that even if it does, if it's a stopgap somewhere in the middle, that's fine as long as it's more legislation going on to stop this. But it's got to be from day one. You know, we've we've got to get to, we've got to get there, and we got to get there sooner than later. Um, but it's it's the gospel issue though. That's where Christians come in, and the church has really sat around and and watched this go on, mm. and. It's time for that to stop. Apparently, the and CDC keeps up with this. If stats. you can, sorry. If you can address the gospel issue and get the gospel to these folks, they may not even put themselves in a situation to where you know uh, they would even have to make the decision: um, Do I abort abort my baby? I mean, people are always going to you know we're all going to make mistakes, but. You know what I'm getting at is is the church abortions it is time. abortions worldwide this year is up to 12 million and counting. Wow! Just this year, and this it's, is... we're in April still. Wow! You said 12 million worldwide. Worldwide. This is not just you know. Okay. This is worldwide. The CDC but, reported like in 2018. Well, 2017 there was 612,719. In 2018 there was 619,591. So well over so half a million a year, if it, and, I mean, and climbing. It looks like it's climbing. Yeah, it's a, it's, and that it's was twenty seventeen and eighteen, right? Right. Yeah. What were you saying, Ryan? That's I don't know. That, that's Gospel hard issue. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's hard it, to wrap your mind around. I mean, yeah. Like you, if like there you are that said, many murders on the street by shooting or whatever, there's an uproar. If if I came out with a medicine, a headache medicine, and it killed six hundred thousand people this year, would my headache medicine be on the counter? No. No. Absolutely not. You know, but some reason that's okay. Hopefully what I say here doesn't get us pulled, but how many people did COVID kill? (laughs) And what did we do? It's a big question. We shut down the entire world. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Millions could die because everyone had a cold. Millions are dying already. Again, a gospel. And you're turning your, you're turning a blind eye to it. We've got to get the gospel to these folks. And and that looks different for different people. Some people are not physically able to go stand on a sidewalk to, like you said, maybe they're not able to make the trip to Memphis, to Little Rock, what have you. If you're a Christian, a true believer should be able to articulate the gospel. 
yes, two people. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and if you can't articulate the gospel, maybe you're a young believer. Maybe you're still learning like sure. maybe some things to say, but you gotta have a, a real good idea. Mm-hmm. Right? Um but yes, we need to get the gospel. This is a gospel issue. Uh, but back to things we can do. Somebody may say, well, I, I can give $10 extra a month. That's $10 that will buy Praise God. a... Uh, that's packs of diapers. That's ten, that's, yep, that's, that's a pack food. of diapers. That's food for a mother that needs to sit and just talk with somebody. That's going to pay for her meal. Um, it's God's money anyway. It'll pay yeah. for, you know, I, I've had four kids, or my wife had four kids. We've raised them together. Uh, things like um, diaper rash ointment. Yeah. I mean, you don't think about those. Little things like that, the, the uh, tear sucker things that suck out of the... Nose and ears yeah. and stuff. The little things, right? So $10 a month, give a mother those little things. Um, it could help tremendously. So I don't want anybody to ever think, well, I can only give so much. You know, every little bit helps and counts and matters. And the money, you know, is, is protected to where it's not a hand to hand exchange of cash right, just yeah. to some yeah, again, person, you know, yeah, again, uh, that stuff, those supplies are yeah, this, purchased and given. This is going to biblical people who yeah. are using this. They're stewarding the money that does come in. Well, not, not just how they act on the streets corner, but also how they're acting with those finances. Yeah. It matters. You find an organization. You need to do your research as to where that money's going to. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. across the board. Absolutely. In any situation. Yeah. But, it is. But specifically this one. And, and that's why we want to put some links up that, like you said, that, yeah. that these are people that just that we know. Good, yeah. solid. Like some of them know personally. Foundations. I, I don't, but you know a couple of these guys yeah. personally. Uh, and, and, their and they're local. Show, you know, Their yeah. actions show the love. So one thing that our church is doing is we're fixing to really talk through how we want to give resources to these people. Um, whether we want to give some to each one that we know or maybe give all to one one month, all to another, another month, how, however the case may be. But one thing our church is doing is we see this as a mission opportunity. Mm-hmm. So we're labeling this as missions as far as the monetary donations. And our elders and, and church leaders, we will make that determination of where that goes. But that's where it's good to be in a biblical church that's going to do the homework to help uh, uh, help understand where this money is going. So it's not just going to some pro-life industry that thinks that, yeah, we're going to work towards making abortion illegal. We're going to work on it. It could be 30 years from now. We want to go to somewhere that says, hey, we believe bo- abortion is murder and we want to see it ended now. Yeah. Not later, but now. And they're doing the work to make that happen. They're so doing, they're doing the work at the at the they're doing point, the work at the, at the mills. point, the most important point, walking in the door of the yep. clinic. Yeah. They're doing yeah. it at, on legislation level. They're doing all sorts of things. So we have set it up to where our people can give to missions, and then we can distribute those resources and steward those things well to the ministries that we talk through and, and vet and all that. So I would encourage you churches, if you if you aren't a part of our church, to maybe have something like that, and uh, we can definitely help you, point you in the right direction to uh, show you some biblical guys and biblical ministries that are doing this. Again, some that are coming to mind, Scott Horde in Nashville, John David Lewis in Memphis, Jeff Durbin is uh, abortionnow.com. Uh, there's guys in South Carolina, like I said, Matt Brock and all those guys there um, would welcome the resources. They were asking just for $200 
ladders, money to buy $200 ladders. Like yeah. I said, those guys were buying the ones that they can't lean them against their fence, so they had to get the the, fold, the folding ladders that go way up in the those air. Those things are so, expensive. Oh, they're expensive, and they were saying, look, we don't, we don't ask for much, but we need these ladders. Look and, at the heart behind that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it's to, it's to save babies and to see mothers come to the gospel and be saved by grace through faith. You know, it's not to look at me. I'm out here ending abortion Absolutely, now. Yeah, I think it's, it's important that we make yeah. that clear that it's not about right. uh, anybody from our church or any other church for that matter getting a pat on the back. We're not, hey, look at what, you know, taking the selfies and the videos and look now, at what we're doing. Look at it's what ultimately now that is important. Now these guys will do, they will take videos live sure. while they're out there. They'll take pictures of things, but it is not but the it's kind not of, yeah, it's not the self glorifying yeah. type that's for the world to see. Absolutely. Look well, what's happening here. It's ultimately to grow the kingdom of God, which yeah. we're commanded to do. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the guys in South Carolina, man, they got it rough. They got it rough. They've yeah. had dude throwing up on them. They've had people yelling at them, yelling. Yeah. One, I, I can't remember where this was, but I read just the other day, uh, on Facebook, a lady posted that, um, um, one of the leftists was threatening her teenage daughter there at the mill and said, I'm going to get you one day. Sure enough, followed them to a gas station. When the daughter went in, she went in there and beat the crap out of her in the gas station. Wow. So they're dealing with this, but it's not going to deter them. Yeah. You know, it's going to let we're them call, keep going. We're called because, to suffering. Yeah. It's Let's suffering. Let's be real. Yeah. We don't, we don't suffer. We don't. Like a lot of people do. No. We live a comfortable lifestyle. If you stand up for the Christian faith, you will get into the heart of these dangerous issues. Now you have to be careful. As you mentioned earlier, be aware. We're not saying go walk down the street by yourself right. at night, but as a Christian, we are, we are going to suffer. Yeah. We're and sometimes yeah. that is, that's ugly. Yeah. But do our hearts and our actions display love for those babies that are getting killed? Yeah. So go, give, and then another thing that everybody can do is pray. pray. Yeah, uh, is pray to see this ended. Pray that legislators will have the spine to stay or to work on bills to pass um, anti-abortion uh, laws for Arkansas. Specifically, we have a heartbeat bill on the books. Um, that's not good enough. Yeah, because that's up to twenty weeks of gestation. You can abort oh. all the way up to twenty weeks. See, that's, that's not that's not that's a, that's a pro not life. That's a pro life. Yeah, that's a pro life incremental. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. No, that's, that's not, not good enough. That's 20 not weeks? good enough. Yeah. So abortion that's, is currently half, available. Yeah, in Arkansas. That's half the time. Yeah, abortion is currently available in Arkansas to twenty weeks of gestation. And this was uh, passed back in twenty fourteen, I think. Um, apparently, we had a uh, a, a anti abortion bill on the books back in twenty or back in twenty twenty one. Uh, but it was apparently deemed unconstitutional, probably using Roe v. Wade as the the backing for that. Um, but with the law coming out of Mississippi, that's being that's about to be contested in before the Supreme Court, I think, come this summer. Um, there's a strong possibility of Roe v. Wade's about to be overturned, and that will be off the books. Where you, and then what's going to get in that? In this mind? is this is off Wikipedia, but it's. I know I know the life the the heartbeat bill is a thing. Like I know that's. Yeah. On the books, um, I spent three years covering politics, and that was that was yeah. one of the big bills that was passed right before. And when my time in the Arkansas political sphere, 
that was one of the big things we did talk about or that uh, at least the governor, the current sitting governor ran on was that under my under my time as governor, the Arkansas has become one of the most pro-life states in the country. And I was like, at the time, you may have been right about that, but it's not anymore. When you have states that are straight up banning abortion, like Oklahoma, um, I think Florida's got one on the books that they're about to, uh, that, or that they're pushing forward. I think Texas is also drafting one currently, maybe. Um, so, like, in silver lining, we have states that are putting this stuff together. Um, culturally, there's going to be a divide. Um, once Roe v. If Roe v. Wade gets overturned, what's going to end up happening is there's going to be a cultural divide in states because what's going to do is it's going to push the abortion issue to states. It's going to be a matter of the states. What's going to end up happening is you're going to have a lot of southern red states or even just red states in general straight up outlaw abortion. And what's going to have is people fleeing from fleeing from those states to other states like Colorado. Uh, Colorado, I'm going to bring this up because we need to talk about this. Colorado passed a law that allows abortion all the way up to post-birth, like yeah, full that. term. Like that's the other side of this coin. That's going to be our line. That is, it's it's what's going to happen. Just, I once, can't after the summer. Imagine that after that the summer, so once crazy. Roe v. Wade is overturned, this is what's going to happen. We're going to have a dividing line in this country over the abortion issue, where we have blue states or just states in general. I'm not even going to say blue or red anymore. Just states. We're going to have states that just have unfettered abortion no 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 chains on it whatsoever it's going to be a monster and then we're going to have states that are just like abortion no that doesn't happen here we're banning it straight up like there's going to be legal punishments for banning for having an abortion um and i think what's going to end up happening it's going to cause it's going to cause a massive rift in this country like it's and it, one of many one of yeah, many yeah, one, one of many. many but that's going to be a big one um, well, it's one to have a riff over, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes, one this that is, we should this fight is, for. This is a hill to die on, yeah, for sure, and a hill worth dying on. And now, this is to save life. Responsibility, yeah, yeah. To stand up. The, the, you said legislation. We've talked about that before. I am not a savvy guy when it comes to legislation and politics and things yeah, like yeah. that. But if we had a bill go in to really uh, a pro, uh, 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 an anti-abortion bill go in and fail, saying it was unconstitutional in 2021, now what? Well, again, that's that's using Roe v. Wade as the backing. Okay, so um, we need to draft and, some and other kind of legislation to send to. Just wait, yeah. just give it give it a time because again, like this is gonna be this is gonna be fe- or this is gonna be hashed out. I think they're taking the that, Supreme Court. that what they had tried to do there, and they'll tweak it. Well, no, no, okay, well, okay, this part's unconstitutional. Let's tweak the wording. Well, Let's get it. You can do that all day long, but they're still going to throw Roe v. Wade at it until it's gone. Yeah, um, that's, that's the, the problem. That's the so once it's so once it's gone this summer, most likely, I'm not saying it's going to be gone. I'm not going to get my hopes up because I'm not. I'm never getting my hopes up with this government. Um, if it gets overturned this summer, I think that bill goes back on this table, like in Arkansas. And if it doesn't, whoever ran that bill, you need to be doing it. Like we or need that we can be doing again. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we need to be doing it. We need to be applying pressure to do so because right now the this is one of those things where the the nail that sticks out gets hammered. Um, the loudest voices, regardless of how small they are and how inconsequential they are, the loudest voices is the one that gets heard, and that's what's being heard right now is the the um, the pro choice voice is what's being heard because the pro lifers are we're getting pushed down because we're like, you're a bigot, you're a racist and all this other stuff. We're getting called so many things and no one wants to be called those things. So that's why we're staying silent church. Get off the couch, get off your butts, go stand up for life, go stand up for these children who can't, they are not born. Even as a toddler, 
A two-year-old can't take care of itself. It needs someone to take care of for it. We need to be the ones fighting and advocating for these children because if we're not, then who is? Well, if we're not, it's because most of our pro-lifers are sitting in their cushy seats on Sunday mornings watching their productions of uh, from the worship teams and yeah. listening to their skinny jean preachers and, and so, getting um, motivation, motivational speeches for themselves rather than getting fired up to go plead for the unborn. Rather, yeah. yeah, rather than being shown who God is and who they, yeah. who yeah. they really yeah. are. And they said in their bubbles, uh, and I've heard a lot about this recently, it's called the, optimi- or the optimism bias. The idea that, oh, it can't happen here. Mm. Well, guess what? It is happening here. Yeah. yeah. There's, we have a, our laws currently in the state of Arkansas, for those of you who listen from Arkansas, 20 weeks, 20 weeks. That's the line right now. Wow. Let's make it conception. Let's make it all the way up to conception. Let's outright get rid of it. So we, that's definitely some research on the legislation side. I don't know how to do that. I think that that's part of a game we need to get involved in at some level. Um, well, I know but, I know plenty of people. Well, we can start that discussion as well because I think that's another way that we can at least. I mean, if we're not trying, yeah. at least, then we're hoping somebody else will do what God has called us to do. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about going to the to the murder mills and pleading for the unborn there, pleading with mothers. Uh, we've talked about giving money to these places legislation and i want to say this um if you're listening and want to send money to one of these places but you're like i don't know which one to send it to you are more than welcome to go to southcarewaybaptistchurch.com hit giving and drop down there should be a, a missions tab that you can give to you can give money to that and label it abortion and we will send it out to ministries that we know are making a difference for yeah. the kingdom of God and making an impact. So, and we'll keep looking for other pla- for other people that yeah. do that because we're well, not because we want to try to do this across the country. We don't want to do this just in the ones that we know. We want to find other ones that right. are legitimate, legitimately trying to make headway against this. Right now, that's one of the things that I before I'm going to kick it to him in a minute because I see he's got Proverbs 24 open, but. Um, one of the things that you had mentioned to me was in our in our area here in Jonesboro, Arkansas, was Options on Main. Yes. Now, if you go to Options on Main website, they talk about abortion services, the abortion pill, mm-hmm. things like that. And and you and I had the same what? Because yeah. we know people that have been involved with this ministry. This church has been involved in this ministry yeah. at some level, or this organization, I should say. Um, and I did some research, and I think you did too. And it's they don't offer those services. It's just uh, all that's the right. They offer education. Education. So the, are they deemed? A, are they deemed a five hundred one c three? I'm not sure. Non-profit. I believe. I believe so. Okay. Then. I can't. I can't remember. I, don't quote me on that, but I, I'll find which, out. Aren't they? Sense. Aren't they though? They're anti-abortion. Correct. They're yeah. trying to educate yeah. and then show them yeah. the that's, better way. That's, that's the options. It's yeah. options yeah. other than abortion. That's right. The they bring them in. Give they options, give them though. education. And yeah, so Just like Joe said, they lay out the options. Yeah. One of the things out of transparency that Ryan and I have talked about, and for our people that are here in Northeast Arkansas, we are going to have a meeting with the people that run this organization Correct. here, and we want to talk to them ask them how we can help and partner with them. And one of those things that I'd really like to branch out further than just giving is if somebody comes in, a mother comes in and really wants to abort her baby, uh, they get shown the options. She's like, you know what? I think I want to keep my baby, but I don't, 
I don't have anybody, I'm broke, or whatever the case may be, whatever her circumstances may be, I want somebody from options to be able to call our church and say, hey, I got a mother here. Yeah. She's going to need help with getting to her appointments. She's going to need help with groceries. She's going to need help with diapers and wipes and clothes for the baby when it gets here. Yeah. And then I want to adopt that mother. So – Right. And be able to, for that, them to send this, yeah. send her to this church. There's because, a lot of options that we have. Yeah. Yeah. You, really to help in that. You said adopting the mother, but I think we also need to start fighting for adopting children within the church because that's something that's not done enough. Um, but also something we need to do as a church once we kind of get our framework established for the abortion, we need to try or for stopping abortion. We need to, and I just, my heart goes out for people who can't have children. Um, cause I have multiple people in my own family that can't, um, they have to adopt. Um, but we need to, we need as a church to also find ways to make adopt, make adoption easier and cheaper because it is incredibly expensive. Steven, you would know this cause you've, you or you and Kayla were actively trying to adopt. I don't, are y'all, I assume y'all still are at some point. Yes. Uh, but it's, it's arduous. It's a long process. It's expensive. For no reason to adopt a child that is incredible. It's, 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 why is so it so ridiculous? Yeah, why is it that there's money available for free for you to abort your child or even the yeah. foster care system? But there's no money available to help people adopt a child. It's so backwards. Yeah. It's yeah. so backwards. Yeah. That's but ridiculous. That's, I think that's something else we need to work towards eventually as well is trying to make adoption easier for people because that is another hurt, another hurdle that we need to get over. So that way for people who, like that mother who want to abort their baby, but when options are laid out, instead of saying we want to keep the baby, I want to give the baby up for adoption. Mm-hmm. Well, to be completely honest, I would rather have it go to an individual who will care for it rather than the state. And it's going to go, and that child is going to go to the state, which is a horrible place for any child yeah. to go. I've seen this yeah. done before. Yeah. Um, just say we're out at, at Planned Parenthood. Yeah. We will adopt your baby. Somebody, we have a family right now that would adopt your baby. Yeah. Then, that person could say, okay, I want this person to adopt my baby. All it takes then is some, from what I understand, is some legal jujitsu, so to speak, make sure it's all, you know, squared away. And that baby goes to that, that family. And I think the cost is very minimal. Okay, good. So that's, you're looking at like adopting somebody's baby that's in some sort of placement already or like a, you go overseas to get a baby or even... Or just someone that's in some, the government system. This, this yeah. one-on-one direct is, is much cheaper and yeah. easier to do okay. rather rather than going through it's a, more personal. a system. But, and it's okay, more personal. Um, and I think that's the right way to handle yeah. this situation, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And, you know, Because you... <laughs> You got a guy standing on a street corner, and the girl says, "Well, you know, if if I could, if somebody would adopt my baby, well, maybe I would." And the guy pulls out a picture of a couple and goes, "These people want your baby. Yeah, they will adopt your baby. You know, that's that's real. That's yeah, that's right then and there. You know, that's." I remember praying with a girl in Nashville. I said, "I will adopt your baby. Yeah, I want your baby. Yeah, for and for and she never went and got the reversal pill, so that her baby." as far as I know, died. When it comes to adoption, we as believers should, we as the people of God should want to adopt more than anything because we've been adopted. We've been yeah, given the ultimate man. example of adoption. Why would we not want to? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Why would we not want to share some level of 
that with a child that five minutes before we're, was going to die mm-hmm. because of the choice of the mother. Mm-hmm. Why would we not want to share that? I have a friend. I want to share a story real quick. I happen to, you know, I just think of her and, and her daughter. Um, I haven't seen her in a long time, but part of her story was she was in, in a relationship with the guy and they, you know, she got pregnant mm-hmm. and uh, abortion was her first option. Um, and I believe it was called Pregnancy Resource Center at the time before they changed the yeah. name to Options on Main. But um, I believe, I can't remember how she got there, but somebody, I think, encouraged her to go there and just talk to them before she went through with this abortion. And um, she made the decision to keep her baby. And I had the absolute pleasure of getting to know her and her little girl. What a precious, precious life that was spared. Yeah. Because somebody cared enough about her and her baby to share the gospel with her and to encourage her and to love her. And, man, how many stories could there be, even if it's just one, that is saved by the efforts of, and I don't say this pointing the finger, because I have been lazy in this too. But it's it's time for that to turn around. We've got to do something. I yeah. agree with you whole We would not allow somebody to kill a young child right here on the front yard, would we? No. No. And get away with it. Would the police allow that? No. Nope. Okay. There's no difference. No difference. No. I'd agree with it's you. It's murder. Somebody it's might true. be saying, I hear it, but why? Why do I need to go to the streets? Why do I need to give money? Why do I need to pray? Why do I need to look at legislation? You got Proverbs 24 open. Read verse 11. Verse 11 says, Rescue those who are being taken away to death. Hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. I think you need to go on to verse 12. Well, let's do that. We'll do that in just a second. Verse 11. Rescue those who are being taken away to death. Which is what we're talking about. We're talking about preborn babies that can't yeah. fight for themselves. If they can't make the decisions, if you're a believer and you ask yourself why, why should I stand up? Why should I do this? You need to check yourself, yeah, seriously, because there is no reason why you should ever ask that question. For the taking of a life, why should I stand up? Why should I defend that life? You should never ask that question for when it comes the to the question. Life. Is how can I help? Yeah, yeah. Not why not should why. Where can I help? Yeah. When can I help? We just come out of two years worth of the word mandate being yeah. thrown around. Well, you want to talk about a mandate. I think we have a biblical mandate right here Absolutely. to rescue those yep. who are being taken away to death. Hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. Yeah. Now, there's a, an image in that video that we'll link where this guy opens this bucket and it's this baby. Yeah. And... He pulls out its little hand and 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 pulls its fingers and it just kind of wraps around his finger like a newborn baby would do. And man, I can't help but think of my own kids when they were, you know, not much bigger than this baby is in this video. 
and how they would wrap their little fingers around mine. And I look at them now and they're growing up and I'm like, man, I couldn't imagine if they weren't here. Yet there are women and men forcing women. And let me say this. If you're a man forcing a woman to get an abortion, what a coward you are. Absolutely. You deserve to be beaten until you can't even think straight. You deserve a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, You said, well, you shouldn't be violent. Well, men shouldn't be cowards. And especially in that way. I mean, we all fall in our own ways, right? We're all Absolutely. cowards at times. Yeah. That is a cowardly but thing. That to is do. a cowardly cop out that you have your 30 seconds of pleasure, yet you're going to end a life for eternity. And you will be judged. Yeah. 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 For it. Options. And, that's a good. I'm glad you brought that up because Options on Main offers resources for the men involved good. as yes. well. Good. So we're yeah. definitely going to continue to dig into. You know how we can get involved there for sure. And for, partner with them, and before we get too far away from it, I, I do want you to go on to verse twelve. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna 12. say. We have the why. We have the why. But now, what happens if we don't? It says, if you say, "Behold, we did not know this," does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who keeps watch over your soul know it? And he will not repay man according to his work. Yeah, just because you don't know does not abdicate your responsibility. And yeah, l- we, we let's say stick that, our heads in the sand. Yeah, let me yeah. saying don't don't stick ignorance your head in the is sand not an, ignorance one. is not an excuse. No. Let me say this real quick too. And he, uh, he says, does not he who keep watch over your soul know it? And will he not repay man according to his work? Yeah. That's a question. A question. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Absolutely. Right. And yeah. Fast. So. That's what I mentioned earlier. The blood is on the church's hands as well. Yeah. Because we have failed to get in the we, fight. We've Our sat, heads been in the sand. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just it's, and it's that, it's that, I don't uh, want to think about that. That's dirty. It's, it's, that, it's yep. something I don't, it, it, it's it, that it's optimism that, bias. It, it can't happen. It makes it, me it cry. I can't handle it. I love babies too much. You know, then well, that's a reason. There's all to kinds go. of, well, do you? Yeah. There's all kinds of excuses why not to get in this fight. Instead of crying those tears in private, cry those tears in front of someone who actually is going to kill a baby. Yeah. Think about all those babies that, all those women that can't have babies that sit back and hear the number yeah. of babies being murdered every yeah. day. Yeah. I mean, that's just nuts. But then it, if we don't do what God has called us to do, blood is on our hands. We might as well be murdering those babies as well. Might as well. Which means our and first we'll be check. Held accountable for that. Our first check needs to go out today. I'm a, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a start. Yep. Yeah. Right. We um, don't need yeah. to sit back and wait. I, 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 Scott Horde, however much we determine, finna yep. get it. Let's. Yeah. I just think it needs let's to be get, that way. Let's get it done. You know what let's I mean? Let's do it. We can't sit here and talk about it no. and then say spend the next three months figuring okay, out who yeah, and how much. How much? Yeah. We, we need to get the we need to get yeah. the ball rolling. Get it to yeah. somebody Today. that's doing it, and then we need to take a trip over there and stand with him. Yeah. One day when we can during yeah. the week. And and watch this, yeah. And maybe spend two days because one day may be they may be closed, but the next day may be a kill day. Yeah, we need to be there. Yeah, we need to stand around that fence together and watch this unfold. I mean, we can go to Nashville or we can go to Memphis, but I would say let's start with Scott because that brother. Yeah, that's there our, every that's day. in our backyard. We yeah. need, we need to start there. Maybe yeah. maybe even get Justin to fly us there. No, <laughs> we hey, there is just a, kidding. There is a. Direct route from Jonesboro to Nashville now. That is true. So, um, we need ladies involved as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think a bunch I, of guys standing because, around. Well, there's yeah. certain things that we as, as, as men can't do, such as go behind closed doors with, with a woman and, you know, yep. talk to her by ourselves. 
There Which, are, women are, are critical. On the streets, it's going to be wide open. There are no sure. doors to go yeah. behind. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, as far as we mentioned, you know, maybe getting them to appointments at a, at a later date or something. Especially, you know, especially things like that. We just have to, especially ladies need to be involved. Especially women with kids because they've experienced they that. Understand. They understand. Well, they've experienced birth. They experienced the joy of birth. They've experienced the joy of having their children in their life, especially if you have mothers that either this is their first time going to the abortion clinic or whatever, or they don't have kids because they've done this more than once. Like they are the people that like there, there's joy in having kids. Like Steven said, like we talked about earlier, um, children are joy. They're a gift from God. They're a gift from the father of lights above. And, and mothers are so special. Yes. Yeah. Women there's, I mean, women in general are so special. There's there's a reason we have and them. And they are wired different than men. That's that's another reason why yeah, I, yeah. I just there's, it's so critical that ladies get involved. Yeah. Now, there are Here some well. awful mothers that shouldn't even carry the title. Sure. Yes. But even those, I think, are few and far between. God, I think most God can women. change them. Yeah, God yeah. can change them. Absolutely. God can change them. But I'm saying most, even most women. I think because they, like you said, they've been wired differently. Sure, I believe that they would yeah, find themselves being hold that they've been knitted together yeah. in their uh, mother's womb yeah. differently. Yeah. Interesting. Not a wire. Let's, let yeah. me, you yeah. know, let's let's take that back to scripture because yeah. they are built for a purpose. They are knitted, yeah. and you know that's uh, it's in the word. Yeah, it, yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, that's Sorry, good. I, I mean, yeah. I hate to interrupt. No, that was good. I'm glad you did. It's not just. You know, we we'll take stuff sometimes, and we'll make a little statement like that. It's like, hold up, this is a stronger connection. You know, it, it's it's specifically they were knitted together yeah, for yeah. this purpose as well. Uh, but in I think, his image, yeah, in his women image. are created in his image too. But I think most women would find themselves really surprised with themselves at how good of a mother they can be, even when they have nothing. Yeah, once once they're in the situation of being a mother. It changes a person. Yeah. It, once in the situation, like I would know because I totally have kids, but <laughs> I've seen, well, but, I, seen but I've seen, but yeah. I've seen family members that absolutely. have had their first kid, and I've seen yeah. people, and I've seen friends that have had their first kid, and it absolutely changes yeah. them for the better. You, you hear they're pregnant, like, and you go, okay, it's how's like how that is that? Yeah, 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 and then they're yeah, the, yeah. the best parents. You, like, you know, just like my, yeah. one of my closest. While buddies they grew up, from, one of my closest buddies from college, they just had their first baby, a little girl, and she is precious and so cute, and. Ian, I could even tell just from the little that I've got to interact with him because he's being a dad. Um, he, he's, he's different. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, <laughs> Ian's always been one of those people that's always been a little bit more mature as an individual. He has his immature sides because everyone does, <laughs> but he, I could tell he's grown up even a little bit, like even a little bit more and he's going to continue and it's going to, it's going to be an awesome thing. Yeah. yeah. Kids, kids are so special. They're the best. Just- you know, I can make this universal. So everybody, man and woman, can understand the way that I believe and Justin believes that God has intricately woven women and created them in his image yep. and and created them to function as mothers. Y'all are going to think I'm crazy, but have you ever seen a dog that's gotten pregnant and you're like, oh, my goodness, I don't know how good of a mother this dog is going to be because she's kind of wild and crazy and yeah. she doesn't like people or other dogs, you know? Then she has her babies. And it softens and the dog. And she cares for those children so well. Not those babies, those puppies, right? Yeah. I used to have a dog that, that had puppies, and this do- other dog climbed the fence to get in. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Uh, she had puppies. I'm like, this dog is going to hate her own puppies. She's going to probably eat them. You know, you've heard of dogs eating that before. But this large, uh, like, 
loyal dog took care of her puppies like I've never seen a dog do before. If you took one away to look at it, she was coming to bring it back and put it yeah. with the other ones. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the way God has designed women to mm-hmm. be a nurturing, protective, protective, loving, caring, loyal. There's there's a reason women are at time or mothers at times are called mama bear. Yeah. yeah. Because in in times moms can be as fierce and as determined as a bear in line. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. And let's be clear, we are not saying that women are dogs. Or, or bears. Or bears. No, or bears. not or saying bears. they're. Let's be clear. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a, the, it's a way the, we can all understand it. Of a mother, yeah. and if God just the nurturing, if, if God built those animals. Those animals, the, so much simpler than than a human. God yeah. built those animals with that. Absolutely, he's built yeah. women. Yeah. yeah, how much Absolutely. more so? Very yeah. good point. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 the birds of the air. I just, just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> Is he calling me a dog? No, we're not. No, we're not. We are not. I tell you what, it's something Something's special. Gonna, yeah, somebody yeah. to watch a, a mother be a mom, Become, carry out yeah. her God-given mm-hmm. responsibility. Or a girl becoming a mom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you watch a girl become a mother, yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's beautiful. It's cool. And let's be clear: even unbelieving mothers still have that. Yes, yes, that, yes. That do. inclination and that draw to be a good mother. But yeah. we want to see them be saved, obviously. But yes, because that'll make them a better mother. But still, most most women think that their position and their predicament and their that it's going to be an inconvenience. That they're it's, not going to be able to care for it well, and they it's just. Yeah, that's, that's in just them wrong. to do it, so. It doesn't wrong. help that our culture, as of right now, is so um, driven by the immediate. Yes, this is yeah. in the immediate. This may mess up your life a little bit financially speaking, but in the long run, which is no one looks at the long term, no one looks at the big picture. They're too busy focused on this one little corner piece of the picture. Oh man, what's so important about this corner piece? The bigger picture is that your life will be way better. Like yeah. yes, you may struggle for a little bit, big whoop, but you have well, but through, you have the blessing of a child. Through the gospel, you have the option of looking at this not as a, a short term or a long term, but as an eternal term. Yeah, yeah. You know, and what what does scripture say about this uh, light it light ins- or momentary affliction? Yeah, yeah. It's pales not, it, in it's pales in comparison what, to the what weight I of said, glory. I think, I think Wednesday night I, I I may have said this, but but what we're seeing is these we're seeing babies sacrificed at the altar. Of self, yes, yeah. So I mean, yep, yep. It, it's and just I, I think selfish. I want what I want, yeah, and I want it my way, and I want it now, and I'm willing to kill this child to get it. Yes, that's ultimately what it's absolutely what it is, and it's been pushed that that is the only viable option for so long. Yes, yeah. that it's if, so if normalized. You, yeah. If you don't want your life to be ruined, so do people. this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yesterday I saw all the, a lot of these guys I was talking about their Facebook posts. They said on a good Friday, when we humbly remember the sacrifice of Christ and the death that he sacrificially died on behalf of those that would be saved. Mothers are in here sacrificing their child yeah. for convenience. Yeah. That weighed, boy, that the abortion mills were full on a day that and that's we remember the sacrifice on, yeah, of Christ and the Friday. women were sacrificing their children. That that post said it all. The convenience. Yep. That is the key word here. It's convenient. It's convenient for them to get rid of a burden because they don't think they can handle it or because they just don't want it. Yeah. But this is a burden that we've clearly flushed out that this is not it's not a burden, it's a joy. Yeah. And that's something we need to stress so heavily to these mothers that are 
wanting to abort their baby. That's not a burden. It's that, a joy. And, and even if you don't want that baby, that baby can be the joy of, of another, someone else. Yeah. Exactly. Because there are, yeah. there are plenty of women that can't have kids, whether it's because medically they have to get a hysterectomy or they just were born without the ability to do so. Or like my cousin who just, for some reason, they just were not able to have a baby before uh, they hit a certain age. So they adopted. Um, there are plenty of women out there. Um, especially in the Christian community that can't have kids or and desperately want kids and they'd be more than willing to adopt. Like I had a friend of mine who just had a hysterectomy, like she had surgery this last week. Um, and I can guarantee you she would be more than willing to adopt a baby. Yeah. I know Jordan very well. She would be more than willing to adopt a baby. Well, let's uh heavy subject. <laughs> yeah. This isn't fun and games though. I no. know we we've managed to laugh and joke a little bit, but this is a this yeah. is a heavy one. This is yeah. um but it's you know we've got to get in the game. Yep. Yeah. Right now we're sitting on the bench, or are we sitting in the stands? Do we have any final thoughts? Spread the gospel, repent, believe. Yeah. I want to say this before we close. Where am I at? Up top. Up top. Put me here, so people can see me because <laughs> move the <Take> our, <laughs> our musical instrument. Here. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a plea right now, and. Uh, If there are any people listening right now, maybe some mothers or women that have gotten yourself into a predicament or a circumstance that you, you didn't expect and you are contemplating abortion, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone who is. Or if you know someone. Um, I can tell you that that call or that email or whatever it is, may be hard to make, but we have had listeners reach out to us mm-hmm. even late at night, which we welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, we have men and women. Uh, if, if you have a, a boyfriend or a husband that needs to talk, we have men readily available. If you need to talk, you get a hold of us, and we will put you in contact immediately with a female that you can talk to. But we do not want you to suffer through this and to, as we have heard already that there is grief well beyond the abortion many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do not want you to murder your baby. We want to see you saved by grace through faith. We want to walk alongside you. We want to help you. We want to help you raise your baby, adopt your baby, whatever the case may be. If you or someone you know is struggling with the thought of abortion right now, please, please, please reach out to us here. And we will do anything and everything in our power to help you and get you the resources that you need, whatever that may be. We've already said that there is no value on a human life, so we'll do whatever it takes. So I want to encourage you to know the gospel, know that Jesus Christ, here it is Easter weekend, know that you are a sinner in need of a Savior, that you were born into this world a sinner, And there is nothing you can do to save yourself, but God sent his only son. He came to this earth in the form of a servant. He came in humility and he even came and died the death that you and I deserved. And he was buried three days. He arose again and he ascended back to the right hand of God. And one day he's coming back to judge the living and the dead. And the Bible says for all of those that repent of their sin and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, believe that he came, believe that he died for you. Believe that he was buried and rose again and is seated and one day coming back to judge the world. 
If you believe on that Jesus Christ, then you will be saved. So you may say, what does the word repent mean? It simply means to turn from your sin, to change your mind, to get away from that and run to the faithful arms of Christ. Put your faith in him, profess him as your Lord and Savior, and the Bible says you will be saved. You will be given a new heart, a new life, new desires, and things will change for your good because you now belong to God. So I encourage you, as we always say on the end of every episode, repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Guys, have a good day.